0: Welcome to another episode of the DL. I am your host, Tyler Robertson, the CEO and founder of Diesel Laptops. And if you've been a long time listener on this show, you know I like to mix things up all the time. I love talking about entrepreneurship. I love talking about truck repair. I love talking about transportation and trucking and all these things. And today we're going to combine a couple of those together in a, a way you probably didn't see coming. So it's a little bit of an unusual subject that doesn't get a lot of talk, but as you have known and listened in the radio and the media and the news, and probably with your own eyes, trucking is a very important part of this country. You you witnessed it when COVID happened and everything shut down but trucking. You see it today with all the logjam of everything happening in the supply chain. And who is at the end of all that? Well, those drivers behind the seats. And they are moving product from point A to B as quickly as possible. And sometimes that means they run into problems. And we have a company here today that's gonna talk about how they're solving some of those problems. So with that said, I'd like to introduce the Road Relief System team. I have today with me Antoine and Tom Parker. So gentlemen, welcome to the DL. Hi, thank you, thanks Thanks for for having having us. us. So let's just start out first. What is the problem that your company is out there to solve? It's an everyday
1: problem, uh, Tyler. It's a uh, an ongoing situation that has been around since mankind. Nobody's really addressed it, and all the government knows to do is to uh, slap you on your hands and try to find you to stop you from doing it.
0: Yeah. Uh, can you go a little more details? I guess you know what that what that problem is for the audience.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, Urinating. It's a it's a everyday common for for everyday people. Uh, Male and female. It just so happens we've only been able to tackle one half of that aspect, and that's the male portion of it. Um, But we're working on the other side. We haven't forgot about the ladies. It's just a matter of uh, um, yeah. It's just a matter of anatomy. That's all. Yeah. So
0: I, I think people don't understand. I mean, people that are driving over the road trucks they're literally sitting in those seats, six, eight, you know, whatever whatever the hours of ex- hours they can get by the government. And these guys get paid by the mile. And if you've ever traveled with your family in a car, you know how annoying it is when everyone's like, dad, I got to go pee or the, or the wife needs a, a bathroom break or whatever it is. And truckers don't want to stop because it's really a pain to have to stop and get into a truck plaza and do all these things. And you're losing money essentially doing it. And I come from the truck repair side. And I know quite often you'd find the Gatorade bottles, the milk, the milk jug bottles, just just full and people doing all kinds of crazy stuff and they're just out there trying to make a living. But there's a lot of reasons not to do that besides the the health reasons is obviously a big one. So how big of a problem is it out there? Is it is are all truckers doing this or are they not staying hydrated while they're driving? What what goes on out there? Well, that's a that's the
1: problem is is you cannot hydrate as much as you can, because if you hydrate, then you have to go the other end, the other end of it. So what we're trying to do is encourage more hydration so that you can relieve it. And and also as a disclaimer, Tyler, you know, I do not recommend using this while operating the vehicle. You know, there's more safe places to pull over, you know, than there are even public restrooms on the side of the road. Not only that, but with the health concerns of COVID, I wouldn't be caught dead in a public restroom. You know, I have developed this product and I I tested everything in my own personal vehicle. I run a plumbing business. Um, with that plumbing business, the last thing I want to do is have to hop into my vehicle to go somewhere or, God forbid, that I have to ask my customer. I mean, especially with COVID, I, I can barely get in the house to do do what I've got to do without, you know, you know making them feel at risk with COVID. So COVID has really brought a lot of public health interest to the public. It's at the forefront of everybody's thoughts, you know, everything that your mother and, and, and father told us about the public restrooms is true and so it's I'm more of a futuristic type person you know when someday the we get off the ground in our pods and we're traveling in our pods there's no way in the world that you're going to pull down you know hit your GPS and and go down to the earth and find a place to use a facility <laughs> it's going to have to be in the, in the sky car
0: yeah so you know, you're you're not an engineer. I don't you know, uh where what's your background? Like, where did the idea come from? How did this how did this even start? Because I think that's important. A lot of people are like, how did you start diesel laptops? How did you start road relief
1: system? Where did it come from? Well, yeah, what I, I'm a master plumber. I've been doing the plumbing business for over thirty-five years. Um, so I understand my end of it and it's it's an everyday thing. Um it's it's just like drivers, you know, people need plumbers, people need drivers, you know, it's a necessity. And so I was driving and, and I heard on the radio a news report about the urine bombs, okay? And so I started doing some research on it, started looking into it and I'm like, well, you know, I'll bet I could come up with something as a plumber that's clean, sanitary, easy to use, portable, um, accessible, all the things that make uh, plumbing, you know, a necessity. You have to have that developed into your product. So that's what I try to do is try to take it from my point of view because I'm a user just like everybody else is. I just wanted to make sure, uh, for example, we have a a bracket so that on the event of rough roads or, God forbid, in the event of a turnover, we don't want our system all over the cab of the vehicles. And, And we suggest that you put it in the sleeper, you know, somewhere either behind the driver's seat or underneath the bunk. Um, it's out of the it's it's out of it's out of the way it's it's portable and it's convenient
0: so how did it go making the first prototype right because obviously I know we're gonna show it on camera here a little bit for those watching the YouTube portion the the finished product but how did you design the first the first prototypes that's always the question people have like well how, the, how'd you do it
1: yeah the first prototype is always very crude it's more of a visual I took a two and a half gallon gas can and uh, modified it I mean you know, I grew up in the seventies and you're a diesel mechanic. You know, we all had our cars and if you didn't have something, you modified it or you did what you wanted to do to make it. And so I made a very crude uh, prototype, Um, didn't test it because it was more for visual. And then as I got along further, I made a working prototype and then finally got into production.
0: So how long ago was that, that you actually made the very first prototype?
1: Well, it's, it's been a long journey only for the fact that I'm running a plumbing business at the same time. So it was sort of like, um, you know, and and even Antoine and I, we both, you know, we work, have full-time jobs and we're, you know, we're going to work into the the road really full-time, but, you know, um, it's just like most of them capitalists, you know, we, we're working, you know, all kinds of crazy hours. Not that we have to; it's just because we want to.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was the I same. Don't... I was the same way. I was working fifty hours a week for somebody else while doing this diesel laptop thing on the side, and you know, I got to the point. You know, fortunately enough, I was able to to flip it. So, Antoine, how did how did you get involved in this whole thing?
2: Well, me and Tom, we, we met on a project, and he kind of pitched the idea to me, uh, stating, "Hey, he has a product out there to help." Uh, professional drivers and uh, I'm into you know the the starting and growing stage of product development and so I wanted to come on to help him uh, develop this product and so I'm here now you know from you know from what Tom had to what we stand now as the prototype
1: yeah no definitely helped
2: me a lot a lot
0: yeah, it, it's the entrepreneurial starting a company and especially especially you you have a you have a brand new product and that's always the challenge now, right? Like I made it, you made a new product. Now you have to do two more things, right? And people always think it's build it and they will come, but it's not really. It's now you got to build it, now you have to market it, and now you have to figure out how are we going to sell this thing? Is it distribution? Is it direct to users? So if we kind of talk about those two things, like how do people buy it now? Is it only available on your website, which I I see is roadreliefsystem.com or do you have third parties? How are you doing the sales end of this thing?
1: Well, that's what we're working on right now. Um, We're working on ramping up production. And so right now we sell it on the road relief website. We also sell it on another website called bio relief. They're out of Florida. Um, And then we're also talking to some other folks. We've also talked to, Some uh, distributors for uh, Travel America Pilot and uh, Truck Stop because the one part um, that makes the product clean is a disposable part. Once you buy the system, the system is complete. All you have to do is uh, continue purchasing a disposable part that you keep. uh, This you know you use over and over again, and then the system, the system will just yeah take care of itself.
0: Yeah. Is there other applications you see for this as well, right? Because I know you're targeting professional truck drivers, but I gotta imagine there's other situations where this takes into
1: effect. Yeah, um, we, per- yeah. It, we produced a video, it's called the Why Video, which um, explains a lot of the other markets. I mean, the one the one guy who's really excited about the product, he has a tailgate magazine. And I went tailgating and <laughs> my first experience tailgating um luckily we went with a, a friend of ours that had an rv and it was funny how everybody was coming up to him and offering him beer and stuff like that and then after they'd offer him a beer or something like that they'd ask to use his restroom um <laughs> or uh a lot of times too the Portageons, you know that's a, that's that's the, that's our one of our competitors is a portajohn it's but plumbing is so antiquated nothing really has changed in the plumbing industry for over 100 200 years i mean ever since the Portageon, So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring plumbing into the 21st century. And so with our product, you know, it's a personalized, and that's why I use the word personalized mobile sanitary urinals, because it pretty much goes everywhere you go and pretty much everywhere you go, your car is with you. So it's designed for confined spaces. So uh, a wide variety of applications. Um, Everywhere there is transportation, as far as mass transportation, like buses and planes, and there's always a facility there. But when you get into personal and private um, transportation, like small boats, small aircraft, uh, your car, um, there's nobody has come to this conclusion that this is something that we need to have available everywhere you go.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think the interesting thing here is, is what you just said, too, on the fact that you know, that technology hasn't changed a lot in in a lot of years. Right. And you obviously looked at it from a different way. And I was just on a podcast with somebody else the other day and they're like, Hey, what's your superpower? I'm like, you know, if it's anything, I think of things a little bit differently than other people do. And it's amazing how technology all of a sudden finds its way into a particular place. So the story I was using was my dad's in the concrete business. Uh, They used to be make manufacture concrete blocks up in Northern Minnesota and mm-hmm. they say used to because everyone built their basements out of concrete blocks. It's in the it's in the north, the ground freezes, all these things. They built schools and prisons out of concrete block, uh, Walmarts and big box stores used to be built out of block. Well, then everyone figured out I can just go buy some some insulated foam, prop the walls up, and pour concrete in, and it's quicker, cheaper, and more energy efficient than doing than doing blocks, and that business just went away due to some yeah. new technology being introduced. So it does happen every day still in this world. And a lot of people don't realize all those things going on kind of in the background. Uh, but I'll tell you what I love, I, again, for the people on the, on the video portion, I would love for you to be able to show, uh, show the, show the product and, yeah. and um, you can do your best to explain it to the people listening on, on what you have there. I, I think it'd be kind of an interesting thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, now this is i uh, I'll put together right here, but this is a valve that I developed also too, and, and the way I developed that valve is such so you can use it one hand operation because as a plumber you know most valves that we use it uh, has to be affixed to a pipe zone. so here you can it's ergonomic and the it's designed almost like a pistol it has the same grip uh same angle as a pistol grip and then we have a heavy duty hose which once you mount the system you can cut it to whatever length. And then this is a mounting bracket. And the reason for the mounting bracket is so you don't want this dangling on the floor because you want to try to keep the tip of this thing as clean as possible because this is a part of the system. But the beauty of the system is it's sealed all the way from point of use, which is your private, and all the way to the containment system. And so what you do is you connect and disconnect at this point right here. And it's a bar fitting, so it's relatively easy. And then the hose goes into a container. And then the container... Excuse me. Right. On the container, we have a we have a the cap is large so that you can quickly easily dispose of the product. But the, the cap, this is where all the plumbing comes in. As you can see, I got a ball float in that cap so that you cannot overfill the container. And then also, too, I've got a tethered cap so that when you empty the, the contents of this, uh, you put the tethered cap on it way if you accidentally drop it. And then this here is a check valve on the the vent, so that that way, when you introduce fluids into the container, only fluids, I mean, air, it's in the container will be admitted only during the entry of fluids, so that way, and we also have a deodorizer that goes in there. And then of course, um, this is the, the nice stainless steel container, and so that way you can pull it out, and it's got spring tension on the container. and then. It has screw holes in the in the bracket so that you can secure it. I know there's a no-drill policy for a lot of these truck drivers, uh, which I understand. Um, but if you have the ability to, to be able to secure it, secure it. Um, it comes without the bracket. So if you put it behind your seat, you may want to take like a duffel bag or something and, and secure it that way. Or you can buy the buy the bracket separately. But the, the, the real beauty of the product is is what comes in this bag here. This is a what we call a manhood. You wear this thing, and so it's similar to product that most men have used in their in their in their youth. And then also too, we put in a couple of hand wipes so that way when you connect and disconnect from the system, um, you take the hand wipe where the connection point is, so that way if there's any solution left, you know, you'll catch it with the sanitizer, and then one to wash your hands after you're done, and then this is the beauty of the product is people ask what's the, what's different about this product? Our product flushes. Okay. I have an eco-friendly solution in here. It's all an environmentally safe solution. And what that does, it creates a barrier between your next usage and whatever it may be in the system here. So it creates a barrier. And that barrier is what keeps you from becoming in contact with your with your previous solution. So that's the the sanitary part of the plumbing is the fact that it it flushes and creates a barrier between each use so that you cannot. uh, And so in that respect, I would not, because it is a personalized, you could use a tandem driving team, could use the same device.
0: Yeah no i mean hey i never thought i'd be doing a podcast about urination but it is a big problem i've seen it uh, m- plenty of times and i think anyone that's in the trucking and transportation space has seen it in, in one way or the other whether they wanted to or not and it's it's again it sounds like you created a great thing it looks like that's spill proof then so if it knocks over the way you describe yes, that it's absolutely. not gonna you know get all over the place it's sanitary it seems like a great product that you've put together to solve a problem. So now the question is, is how do you go educate a market on, hey, I have a solution to a problem you may not know? Like, how, how do you go about doing that? Because that's got to be a pretty monumental
1: lift, I would imagine. Yeah, it, 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 it's all about brand recognition once, once people understand how it works. But, you know, we've looked on Amazon and a lot of our competitors on Amazon, their biggest problem is it leaks. It's uh, flimsy and it breaks, you know? And so that's what I've tried to do with the whole process is create a sealed system. Because I talked to a driving instructor one time and she was talking about how she was with a student and she was going to jump up there and show the student this technique or this thing. And when she jumped up and looked at the seat, there were stains all over the seat. And she said, well, I'll go sit in the passenger seat. You sit here and then I'll, I'll explain it to you what I was about <laughs> to show you because the, the seat was stained. And so that's the whole thing of it is we're trying to we're trying to clean up a, a a very situation that most people it's all they can think about is, hey, I've got a problem here. How do I solve this problem? So everything on the market is is no different than a funnel. And, and if somebody wanted to make their own, they would have to use a funnel. And yeah. that's Pretty so- much where we're gone to.
0: So, you know, what I see here is, as you showed the product on the video, and this is kind of for the audio listeners, very, very nice. You have the stainless steel thing in the jug yeah. and, the, and, the, and the, you know, all the tubing and everything um, and everything's sanitized and, and all that. You know, I got to imagine, you know, a lot of times when you come down to like the product level, especially like on Amazon, everyone's just trying to sell something for a buck cheaper than the other guy. Yeah. And without economies of scale you have a higher cost of goods because you can't buy in the quantities, you can't get the manufacturing volume up. How's that side of the equation going? Because I, I can imagine today, especially with supply chain, it's it's gotta be a, a little bit of a challenge over there.
1: Well, actually we're making everything here in the US. I'm making, I'm making five parts that actually, uh, that I'm making with the 3D printer right now to keep up with the demand. And so that's why I have a cost for injection molding for those five parts another part about the product like you said teaching the the consumer is is probably the biggest thing but also too there's a sizing um that's involved in this you know we want to make sure that the manhood fits comfortably and so what we have on the website is we have this measuring chart so that it's almost like measuring the, you know the, the, the waist size of your pants and so yeah. go to the website and those are free you know we also have uh where you can tap on a, a link that you can print one off and then you can cut it out to get your, your size. But what we were doing is our costs were so high because I was giving out these manhoods for people to try on, but that ended up driving the cost up so much. So that's why we're now giving away the free measuring charts so that they can measure, uh, to get the right size. And also too, for any kind of, uh, replacing the, the, uh, the manhoods.
0: Yeah. Have you guys tried approaching any of the big freight companies that have the thousand thousand drivers or is that not not you kind of not at that level yet?
1: Yeah, that's the beauty of Dallas you know uh, statistically, I've lived in Dallas for 35 years. Dallas Fort Worth is the world's largest import export city without a major waterway. and so all the major trucking companies are located here in Dallas. And uh, people ask me, well, what about Amazon even too? And I said, well, you know, I would like to have my product in their trucks. I would like to have them as a customer first before I start selling product on Amazon. Um, And so it's a, it's a step-by-step process, you know, right now we're a startup company. And so, you know, we, 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 we reach out and we uh, that's how we met you, you know, just reaching out and talking to people and, in, like you said, getting your name out there. And once you get your brand recognition out there, then uh, things go from there.
0: Hey, Guerrilla Marketing, that's how we built everything here at Diesel Laptops. So mm-hmm. any yeah. chance I get to talk to people that are entrepreneurs, especially in the trucking and transportation space. I love having conversations like this because I think a lot of people, again, you're, you're solving a problem and it's just the journey of all the things you're learning as you go through this process. And I think a lot of people out there think they're the only ones going through it, or they only they're the only ones with that problem. It's it's all of us. We're all trying to figure out how to grow our brand, grow our name, sell more, get right. distribution, make a better product, get costs down. It's all the same, just in different aspects
1: exactly. uh, of what everyone has right. going on. So what I enjoy what I enjoy. Excuse me. What I enjoyed most was whenever we were doing our market research, I would I would walk up and down the fuel line where the, uh, where the drivers are filling up. And I would talk to them at, at the fuel line and I would pass out. We had the website developed. I'd pass out my card, but uh, they gave us a lot of feedback and, and that's what I enjoyed most was talking to the drivers Matter of fact, one driver uh, left a comment on a, on, on our, on our uh, webpage and said, boy, this would be nice on a cold winter's night, you know, in, in my cab where I wouldn't have to get out and go walk, walk into the truck stop, you know, just, just to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of usage. Um, but it it's it's designed to go in the in the, in the sleeper portion of the, of the
2: vehicle. You know, also,
0: I had any – I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Antoine.
2: And also the feedback uh, helps us develop the product. The more feedback we get, the better we can, you know, revise the product to better fit the professional drivers.
0: Man, I always tell people I miss the days when it was just me and my dining room table. I, I, some of those days I miss, but some, some I don't. But I, well, the part I missed was being able to talk to every customer. I did every sales call, every tech support call. You got to hear like, hey, what doesn't work? What do you like? What do you not like? And I was able to adapt and move and be pretty agile. Now that we got 200 employees, I get net promoter scores and SurveyMonkey stuff coming back at me, right? So it, it just, it's, a, it's a different thing. Um, and that's great that you're out there talking to people because those are the people that are buying your product. Those are the people that are using it. And again, exactly. I'll say anyone also listening too, to this.
1: Yeah. Well, also, too, now that COVID's over, we're going to be hitting uh, four major truck shows hopefully next year. I know the Mid-America is the first one. Then we have one in Dallas. I don't know that I'll go to Vegas, but, uh, you know, we're going to go to the truck stops and start talking to some folks at the truck or the um. I'm sorry, the uh, trade shows.
0: Well, diesel laptops will definitely be at the Mid-America Truck Show. We do that one every time they have it. Love to oh. meet you in person and, and say hi, and I'll uh, try to come try to find your booth and, and shake your guys' hand and everything. So um, at the end of the day, I'm a, I'm a huge cheerleader for people that are trying to better this world, and that's definitely what you guys are doing with your product. You guys are on a mission. I'm loving how things are going. Uh, Tom or Antoine, if people want to get a hold of you or find your website, uh, what's the best way? Give us Throw some contact information here.
2: So, you can reach out to us on our website at www.roverrelief.com. System. roadrelief system. System.com. Yeah. And also, we have an Instagram account. And you also can reach us by phone, uh, my personal cell phone or Tom's cell phone. My personal cell phone is 469 515 1561. And Tom contact, he will provide that as well.
1: It's 214 912. 8376 and i'm running a plumbing business off that number so leave a message and i'll get back with you um and then one other thing tyler um this is our kind of catchy slogan just remember road relief is designed to go wherever you go whenever you go for as long as you go
0: (laughs) you know i love that guys it sounds like you guys are well on your way you're figuring this thing out uh, it sounds like you guys are passionate about it, and again, you're solving a problem. So, best of luck to both you guys, and I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and all that. And I'm sure we'll, you know some people. Will hopefully, get your name out there a little bit. So, you know, as we as we end every episode, I'm gonna say it's not just diagnostics; it's diagnostics done right. And you got to take care of the truckers. They got issues. They need help. There's a lot of problems they have out there. Obviously, Road Relief Systems, one of those companies that has a solution to help do those things. And if you're watching this video on YouTube, I also want to say this. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you can hit like, subscribe, comment, all those things help us. If you're on Apple Podcasts or you're on SoundCloud or one of those other places that podcasts are played, again, like, comment, subscribe. All this stuff really helps us. It really helps our metrics. We much appreciate it. We'll sign off for now. Look up the road relief system, guys. Find them at a trade show near you. Check out their website, and we'll catch you next time.